0: A 10-yard touchdown reception for Bumpus, and the kid out of Washington State has found himself a place on this team.
1: Powered by Seahawks.com. You are listening to Hawk Talk Recap Edition. I am Michael Bumpus here with NASA Chobie. The Hawks fall to the Rams 26-17 in a tough loss at home. Thursday night football, not what you wanted to see. And like we always do after the games, we got to get into the trenches with Ray Roberts. It's time to go inside the trenches with former Seahawk Ray Roberts. Big Ray, man, it was a tough game for the Seahawks. They start off the game decent, going to have 7-3. to Could have been up 10-3. to Myers misses a field goal. We're feeling okay. The second half rolls around, and these guys get outscored and um, just didn't look too good, didn't feel good. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, you know,
0: it's like one of those things where, uh, you know, as a parent, you know, sometimes you try to like correct your kids and the things that they're doing that you want them to do better, and, and you keep changing up your methods of how to you know how to get the message across and all these different things, and then and then and then it just never uh, really manifests itself. So then you got to really figure out whether it's you know your approach or their ability to do it. And so I think with the Seahawks, uh, that's kind of where you are. You know, Pete was talking uh, about the 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 completions over the middle. Uh, of the defense and then not getting pressure on the quarterback. And those just kind of seem to be things that are, uh, that just kind of keep popping up on defense. And then on offense, man, it just, there's just these dead periods where the, where the offense just kind of, you know, kind of goes to sleep and can't really get out of its own way. Uh, and then it allows uh, other teams to get back into it or to extend leads or have big second halves, or big third quarters. And, and that's kind of what happened uh, last night.
1: Alex Collins got the start at the running back position. He had 15 carries for 47 yards, averaging 3.1 yards per carry. It seemed like he had a bigger impact than that. Do you feel like the absence of Chris Carson affected what happened with this offense?
0: I think so because, you know, I love Alex and what he does coming off the bench. But uh, him being an every down starter uh, for an entire game, I don't know that he brings you know, that physicality to the run game that, that, uh, that Chris brings where you, you know, you, you're running the ball and they're, you know, they're trying to tackle you for three or four quarters and they start to get tired of, you know, running into a dude that's running really hard until, you know, three yards turning to five yards, turning to 10 or 15 yards. I don't know if you get that with Alex. And on that, on that fourth down play, uh, you know, people may have questioned the call, but if Alex had stayed to the play side, he probably would have picked up the first down, but he cut it back. To where all the bad dudes were, and uh, um, and ended up, you know, obviously coming up short. So, uh, I, you know, I think he's a good number two to a good number one, but I don't know that he's the uh, a back that you can kind of rely on and hang your hat on for an entire game.
1: Well, going into this game, um, obviously Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd were a big focus when it came to this Rams defense. Aaron Donald ended the game with seven tackles and one sack. Russell was sacked twice total throughout the game. Um, how did you feel this offensive line handled this Rams defensive line?
0: You know, for the most part I thought they 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 did a good job. Uh you know, there were some plays where Aaron Donald's, Donald was disruptive, you know, but for who he is and and uh for what your what you would consider a win against him, I thought they they played winning football against him, uh but he did have some impact on the game he was part of the fourth down stop Um, he got he did get the sack one time when Russell had protection but then scrambled out of the pocket he was standing off if you've watched the film he was standing off to the right side already blocked and the sack kind of came to him and uh, and so uh, and then he was obviously in on the play where Russell hurt his finger and so he had he had three major of those seven tackles three of them were very impactful in the game and so it felt like uh, he probably played or uh, better against this line than, than what he actually did.
1: Now, you mentioned Russell hurting his finger on Aaron Donald. He, uh, that was on a miscue to Tyler Lockett. That completion would have changed the game. So because of that, Geno Smith comes in in the fourth quarter and puts together an impressive drive, Ray. Ten plays, 98 yards. I mean, the guy went from holding a clipboard to getting this team back in the football game. What did you think of Geno Smith's performance? You know, I
0: thought it was pretty incredible, man, because, you know, you haven't played a whole lot of real snaps other than, you know, preseason football since you've been here because Russell never comes out of a game. And then uh, all of a sudden in a, in a game, in a crucial moment, your first snap, you know, playing, playing, uh, playing with, the, with the real dudes is your, your feet are standing in the end zone. And so, like my first thought was like, man, please don't drop the snap, like because he, had, I mean, came in cold without getting warm up, you know, with the with the center or anything. So, I was pretty impressed with his poise, uh, with the confidence that he played with. And you know, we talked uh, in the post game; it just seemed to calm everything down when he came in. It just seemed like the offense was less frantic, and uh, and they and he was able to execute the things that that the plays were calling for. The protection looked better. His movement in the pot in the pocket was great you know the receivers were getting open he found disley he scrambled a little bit and and made some plays he he had a zone read that he kept and picked up four or five yards so he he looked like he was going to be able to 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 really give this team a chance to pull it out in the end unfortunately uh you know in the last pass um uh, lockett either got tripped or fell and then the ball went right to the defender and so can't really put that on on dino but dino came in you know he was our player of the game uh, just because of his impact that he had on the offense, and really did give the team a chance to, to get get itself back to get itself back into the game.
1: Yeah, I was happy to see Gino out there. That was the first touchdown pass he thrown He's thrown since twenty seventeen. Got this offense going. That throw to Tyler Lockett. I feel like he was clipped. Angry Twitter calls me crazy. I'm like, look, look at the film, man. There was some contact there. You do what you want with that, but it's nice to see Gino get back in the game. Now the Hawks travel to Pittsburgh. Is this a get-right game, and what do they have to do to rebound from a two-and-three start?
0: Well, I think that the first thing they have to do, Mike, and this is a this is the tough thing, right? Is like you have to figure out uh, if you can make the corrections that you have acknowledged, and then if you can make those corrections. Corrections What are those things that are going to that are going to lead to the change behavior and then the second thing you have to figure out is do you actually have the people that can actually make the change and that's a, that's a hard to do on an n f l team because it's not like you can go recruit a whole another group of dudes, so then you have to decide whether or not what you're asking them to do is uh is the right thing that you're asking them to do so those things to me those things to me are important in this little bit of a downtime that they have. Because they do have three games coming up that are winnable games if they're playing the type of football that this roster is capable of doing. You have Pittsburgh, uh, the Saints, and and, Jack- and Jacksonville. So you have three get-right type of games to kind of get your team together, get your your philosophies together, get your execution together, get your connectedness together, uh, so that then you can put yourself in a position after those three games to really uh, you know make a run to get into the playoffs. I'm with you,
1: Ray. Go to Pittsburgh, get right. You got three games you can win. You can be five and three before the bye week. Ray, always appreciate your input, man. You have a good one. Yes, sir. Go Hawks. All right. It's time to bring Nassar into the mix and figure out what had
2: happened.
0: See what had happened at first. <laughs> what happened was.
1: What had happened was.
2: On Hawk Talk. Uh, oh, Bob, what had happened, man? We've been uh, unfortunately in this young season. We've uh, had this kind of reaction after a Seahawks game, it's the third time this year. The Seahawks knew coming to this game was going to be a tough divisional matchup against this Rams team, who's had lots of success against the Seahawks in recent years, especially under Sean McVay. And in the first half, man, it was promising. We saw one of the best performances from this defense all season for the Rams drives. This high-powered offense. It went punt, punt, interception, punt, field goal, and a half. Anytime you can hold Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Daryl Henderson, that offense to three points in one half, you're thinking you're going to win that football game. Good, feeling good, feeling, good. You're feeling great, man. But like it has been a lot this year, the second half was a different story. Um, the Seahawks have really struggled to put four quarters together, and that showed up again on Thursday night football. The Rams exploded in that third quarter. You know, after a punt by the Seahawks offense, the Rams responded with an eight play. 96 yard drive ending with a Daryl Henderson touchdown on that drive. The Rams converted a third and 10 on a 68 yard pass to Deshaun Jackson and bump. As we know, that really, that really changed the game right there. The Seahawks were in control and it was kind of a, a snowball effect. Cause you remember at the end of the first half, the Seahawks drive down, they have a touchdown penalty gets called back. Myers misses the field goal. The Seahawks had an opportunity to go up 14 to three going into half, getting the ball back in the second half. If that doesn't happen. They get the ball and start the second half. They punt, they go three and out. Then the Rams march right down, and that really changed the game. And it was tough bump, man. I mean, it's third and ten. You have not backed up. You're doing everything right. And you have two guys in position. Jamal Adams is in position. Sidney Jones is underneath. And my uh, DB coach and my coach in high school, Coach Stewart, and all those guys used to preach, you know, all these deep balls are always underthrown. Yeah. And it was underthrown. Unfortunately, Jamal kind of turned to run, uh, wasn't able to make a play in the football. The OG Deshaun Jackson, makes a play. And then the game just kind of went from there, man. And and then on the next drive bump, Russell Wilson missed Tyler Lockett. And it would have been a long touchdown. Uh, Aaron Donald pressed him on the play, uh, affected the throw. He brought his hand through. Their hands kind of hit. Russell Wilson hits his finger on it, spraying his finger on the throw. He's down in L.A. trying to figure out what's going on. He's going to get multiple opinions. And then the game changed right there. The Seahawks punted and then bumped. The, the Rams just took advantage in that third quarter.
1: Rams took advantage in the third quarter quarter they went on a five play 82 yard drive we talked about tyler gave that touchdown play two big plays in this game jamal adams was in position right yep. and, and the rams just made a play he's on top of that Deshaun jackson play he's right on higby's higby's hip he's just a big man there's not much you can do about that great throw by matthew stafford um that's what hurts because you see these guys in position to make these plays right and then to start the fourth quarter Geno smith is under center russell wilson gets hurt Geno Smith gets to start. Like Ray said, he's his feet are in his own end zone. I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm thinking the worst right now. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. If this office can manufacture a 98-yard drive, and that's exactly what they did. Gino Marsha filled down. Uncle Will got involved in that drive, ends with a 23-yard touchdown to DK Metcalf. And you're starting to feel it, right? The game is now 16 to 14, and you're just all right, defense, give us something, give us something. But just didn't happen. The Rams are going to six-play, 73-yard drive, ending with a touchdown to Sony Michelle and the Seahawks. Ah. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm like running out of words to express just how deflating uh, these moments are for us right now. Uh, You get, they get just close enough to make you believe. They get within two, but then the defense doesn't hold up. You get the ball back with Geno Smith, time on the clock. You're like, okay, can he put together another drive to win this ball game? He's throwing a crossing route to Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett gets clipped. I don't care what none of y'all say out there. I don't care if it's a minor touching foul. It is a foul. Throw the flag. That's the first quarter. They are throwing that flag on um on that passing fierce to Tyler Lockett. Doesn't happen. Gino throws an interception. I just don't want people to look at these stats and be like, oh yeah, Gino came in,
2: couldn't get a done, through an interception. Gino kept these dudes in the game oh my goodness without question that's so impressive that gino is so so impressive and while we're talking about gino let's get into these playmakers
0: Touchdown, Seahawks.
2: playmakers playmakers Starting with Geno Smith, we've talked about Russell Wilson, obviously started the game. He went 11 of 16 for 152 yards, one touchdown, one interception, hurts his finger. Geno Smith comes in and people, if you don't understand this, I mean, you really have to understand how impressive this, this effort was from Geno Smith. Okay. When I don't care what level of football you're playing, the starters, the ones, they get all the reps in practice. Okay. Yeah. They're going against the scout team or the prep team, the look team, whatever you call it in your terminology, wherever you, you, know, you play football or around. And the ones get all the reps because they're the ones playing, right? So Geno Smith, typically throughout the week, he'll get a couple reps here and there. He'll, he'll get in there. But his main look is to get the defense ready. That's what he's yeah. doing all the time. So what it takes for a guy to be in the game all the time, people you hear all these cliches, prepare like you're going to be the starter. But to actually do that is <laughs> unbelievable because you're in all those meetings, but you're not getting the same reps. You're not getting the same looks. So you're you're taking all these mental reps, and to be that locked in. And other guys, you don't you don't start or play. But if you're not playing quarterback, you're you're probably playing some special teams, right? That's why you're on the football team. So you're impacting the game. You're still running down on kickoff. You're on kickoff return, punt, punt return, punt block. PAT whatever you're in the game so you, you're you still locked in your position if you need to go in but you at least are getting hit you're at least warmed up you're loose you're doing stuff for Gino to be go go from being on a headset to be in his own end zone and to lead the seahawks on a 98 yard drive are you kidding me i mean i'm all big ups to Gino smith he showed that he can still do it and the, the the silver lining out of this is you know obviously we're trying to pray new existence that russell wilson's gonna be fine he's never missed a start in his nfl career we're hoping that stays the same but if not There's faith now in Geno Smith. Not not that there wasn't before. I don't want to say that. But what I mean is everyone's seen it. We were like, okay, there's real belief. Every single guy on that team talked about the performance from Geno Smith stepping up after the game. And you just love to see it. So, like, uh, I just want to give all the praise in the world to Geno Smith to come in there and do that and look like he didn't skip a beat, man. He looked like he took every single rep, man. Just big ups to Geno.
1: He looked better than he did with the Jets. (laughs) That one drive. He looked composed. He looked in control. And people got to realize he he got more reps running the Rams offense than he did the actual Seahawks (laughs) offense. That's what a scouting quarterback does. Look, this is what they like to do. I'm going to be Matthew Stafford for the week. Very impressive from Geno Smith. Let's pray that Russell Wilson it's healthy. Hey, do you think if he's not healthy, they just let him start so he keeps that record going? You think they'd be like, hey, man, still out there? <laughs> hey, well, low-key, I'd be petty. If I'm, pee, I'm like, hey, man, go ahead and get the first snap. Then we'll get you up out of there Oh, man, I going. wish, man. I wish. <laughs> All right, another playmaker, DK Metcalf. Five receptions, 98 yards, two touchdowns on five targets. With those two touchdowns, DK moved into eighth place on the Seahawks' all-time touchdown reception list with 22. He won the battle. We looked at the matchup between him and Jalen Ramsey. If there's any type of win we're going to take out of this, DK won that battle. He caught a touchdown to get things going on Jalen Ramsey. Jalen tried to pop him. I believe the safety came over to hit him as well, but he got it done. Both touchdowns were bang, bang touchdowns. Those were big boy. I'm using my hands. I'm going to get hit, but I'm going to get in the end zone.
2: No, love to see it. And and he's doing what... uh people assumed he would do you know if you're if you're uh, getting to that superstar level at wide receiver he's doing that you know he had a slow start the first couple games his Tyler was going nuts and they were defending him differently but the last couple games when this offense wasn't going who was there to pick him up DK Metcalf so it's great to see him doing what he's doing playing some big boy football love to see it Quandre Diggs bump another playmaker man Quandre We talked about this on the post game show last night, man. He had, so he had five tackles, one interception, back to back games with an interception. He's the only person taking the football away right now, Quandre Diggs. He's the leader of that defense. He's the vocal leader, and I'm seeing him out there. Emotions are flying high. He's he's upset. He's he's the leader of the defense, at least in the secondary, calling coverages and whatnot. And he wants he's a great football player. He wants the Seahawks to execute at the level that they think they can. In You know, unfortunately for the second year, starting the season, giving up a ton of yards, it's just not Seahawks football. It's not what Pete Carroll's about, not what Ken Norton's about, not what Bobby Wagner's about, but – you know, it's a start, and, and I think if people can can follow Quandre's lead and just piggyback and just be able to make plays and take the ball away, this defense can recover and play like they, they're supposed to play. Uh, but, no, great to see Quandre Diggs, man. He's one of the most underrated safeties in the NFL. He comes down, he'll smack you. He's one of the best guys running that alley. He's a great cover, three safety. He's a great two-deep safety, you know, playing center field. So I love what we see out of Quandre Diggs.
1: And he keeps a real post game. If you guys didn't hear his post-game interview, he was upset, but he still answered questions, but he was not going to sugarcoat anything. He says, look, I am here to cover seams and posts. I'm here to see ball, get ball. I just work here. Don't ask me all these technical questions. I'm a football player. I love his approach. Quandre is really becoming one of my favorite players. All right, another performance. Alex Collins had his start. 15 carries, 47 yards. Now, he has some big shoes to fill. Number 32, Chris Carson was banged up. We know that is that um, it's tough on the offense, and that's tough on him because he has to live up to a standard of running the football that the 12s in this org- organization has become accustomed to. And I think he did okay. He did not have a great game, but he had some moments. He moved the ball. There was a screen that he caught. We had a screen, Nas, a successful screen. That's something we haven't done all year. We tried tight end screens. We tried receiver screens. I think this was the most successful screen to Alex Collins. I'm happy for the dude. I think he's a good number two, but like Ray Roberts says, um, he's not in every down back. He's not your starter right now. Good little mix-up, though.
2: Oh, love it. You know, I mean, Alex Collins, we, we've talked a lot about him. Um, it's great to show, you know, what he's been through in his career for him to come out. You know the number one guy, Chris Carson, goes down, gets hurt. Um, it's great to see Alex Collins doing what he's doing and contributing to this football team. So, but man, we kind of alluded to it with DK Metcalf. Tell me about these receivers. Receiver
1: roundup: DK five catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. How today? Tyler Lockett five catches, 57 yards, ten targets. That's not common when it comes to Tyler Lockett. He's usually around 80% completion rate. DJ Dallas two catches, 32 yards. Will Disley two for 21 had a 21-yard. Two for 29 had a 21-yard reception in that 98-yard drive from Geno Smith. Alex Collins had two for 25. Penny Hart had two for 19. One of his his 14-yard reception was really like a jet sweep, but they tossed it up, so it it counts as a uh, as a pass. It's really kind of like a rim. Travis Homer, one for 13. Freddie Swain, one for nine. Colby
2: Parkinson, was that his first catch of the season? I uh, believe so. He yard. didn't he, he didn't get a catch last week. That's the first catch of the season, yep. All right,
1: first catch. Welcome to the NFL, Youngster. Hopefully, we see more of them, but now it's time to go to the coach's corner and break down Russell Wilson. He finds DK Metcalf for a 19-yard touchdown, beating all-pro. Corner, Jalen Ramsey. Russell gets the snap. Here comes the rush. Quick throw inside. Ball is caught. Metcalf. He's
0: in. Touchdown. Seahawks. There's no defense for a perfect pass. And Russell threw a laser. A dart to DK Metcalf on the slant right side at the goal line. And Jalen Ramsey could do nothing about it. A 19-yard touchdown strike. The Hawks on the board first.
1: nothing Yeah, nothing really too crazy about this. Now, the Hawks catch the Rams in a cover three look. They start with a two-high safety. That near-side safety is the DK. Rolls down into the flat, and he takes the arrow by the running back, really expanding that window for Russell Wilson to look at. DK is essentially one-on-one with Jalen Ramsey. We call this a bang post. Five steps, one, two, three, four, five. He hits it. As soon as he hits that fifth step, Russell Wilson knows, I got to put this on the line. If I don't put this in a line and kind of work that area between the safety and the quarter, we call that the seam area. Um, This isn't going to happen. Puts it on a rope. DK hands, cat safety comes down, takes a hit. If you slow-mo this, I love seeing Jalen Ramsey get flipped in the air like looking <laughs> like just a child out there. I really appreciate that. Just simple football right here. We got a matchup. I know the coverage. Let's put this on the line. DK, you do the rest.
2: Oh yeah, no. It's, it's like you said. It, it's simple football. They're in a cover three, and Jalen's in his backpedal, and it's kind of laid out of his break. He's already beat once. DK put his foot in the ground. Now he's just trying to recover. He's probably hoping that the safety can get over in time, but unfortunately, he doesn't get a lot of help. Um, and the safety would kind of held him up on the on the backside. You have its trips to the to the left side of the field. Then you have looks like Tyler Lockett running a little kind of sit down curl right there on the end, and then it holds the safety for a minute. And then he's late coming over. And then again, DK Metcalf is going to run you over. It's a wrap down in the end zone. And I just love it because of Jalen Ramsey, man. I love it because Jalen Ramsey, he, he talks the most yeah. stuff and he you know he does. He's obviously an all pro amazing cornerback, but yeah, anytime you can Jalen Ramsey can get cooked up from DK Metcalf, I'm here for it, man.
1: Hey, we got to take our wins when we can, because we haven't beat the Rams in a minute. It feels like, so we got to take these wins when we can Good play by DK Metcalf having a strong season this year. That's no victory formation this week. Clock ran out. A
0: knee taken by Hundley. They're just going to let the clock wind down. Pete's not even going to bother taking that last time out.
2: <sighs> yep, the clock did run out on the Seahawks. You know, they came out ready to play on defense, which was really promising. They held the Rams high-powered offense to so just three points in that first half uh unfortunately it was different story in the second half man they gave up touchdowns on three or four drives i believe they gave up 211 yards in that third quarter and that was kind of the difference defensively man they ended up giving up 476 yards total offense um so that was tough to see you know uh they did get some clutch stops in the second half despite all that uh gave the seahawks a chance but you know ultimately the damage was done
1: the damage was done. Gino came in and gave a heroic performance, laying the Seahawks on a 10-play, 98-yard drive, pulling the Seahawks within two, but it just wasn't enough. The Seahawks' third-quarter was returned last night, scoring eight points, eight points, running 13 plays for 16 yards and three punts. But despite all that, the Seahawks still had a chance to win the game with two minutes, nine seconds remaining in the fourth, down six. But Gino was intercepted on the first play of the next drive, ending the game so unfortunate they were close Geno tried what do we got now
2: yeah you know it's a huge 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 week next week uh the Seahawks have a little extended bye here as they're not playing this weekend players have today Saturday and Sunday off they'll get things going back on Monday as they get ready to head to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers man and the Steelers are reeling too we'll see what happens with them on Sunday they've lost three straight games or one in three Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing well that offensive line isn't protecting well they're not playing good football but they're always traditionally a great football team. Our guy, Mike Tomlin, we love him as the head coach. We know what he can do. He's always got those defenses playing ready. So it's gonna be a huge game and it's gonna be a must win game for both teams. I'm assuming, you know, everyone's gonna be playing with their hair on fire because you can't you can't lose another game at this point. Three winnable games. You gotta find a way to go three and three. And then you got the Saints coming here Monday night football and then the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in on Halloween. So you gotta find a way, man. You gotta find a way to get to that bye week five and three. All right,
1: find a way to get her done. The second quarter of the NFL season has officially started. You lost the first quarter. Let's win the second quarter. The Seahawks lose to the Los Angeles Rams in devastating fashion on Thursday Night Football 26-17. It's been real. Talk recap. I am Michael Bumpus. He is Nastachov. Hopefully next week we're talking to you guys after victory. You guys hang in there. Talk to you soon.